Hello, my beautiful audience who are out there, all my friends following our Facebook page and our YouTube channel. Once again, I'm Edmund Sokurde, and I'm here again to discuss a very important topic of the effect of bullies on students, the effect of bullies on students, or bullying when a student is bullied. You know, and with me in the set today to discuss that very important subject is our evergreen reporter and contributor to Stop Suicide Campaign, Miss Raj. Thank you, sir. It's a wonderful opportunity to be here again. I thank you. So we we have had these discussions earlier in different topics. So now we're looking at the effect of bullying, the effect of bullying on students, and not only students, but we're focusing on students on this particular episode of Stop Suicide Online campaign. So I would want you to ask questions if you are listening to our podcast, or if you're watching through Facebook or YouTube channel, I want you to ask questions and we'll be glad to bring answers to your questions to help you so you can be uh, one influence in the society that stops this enemy called suicide. Over to you, Ms. Raj, as we discuss on the subject of the effect of bullies or bullying children, bullying students. And this also happens outside students' uh, sphere. Thank you, sir. So the first question that has dotted out is, I wanted to know what exactly is bullying? We keep hearing about bullying, but what exactly is the meaning of bullying? Could you please? You know, bullying technically means something, but in our day, in our world today, the meaning of a word is not reduced to its experience. In our world today, the meaning of a word can be multiple. For example, our world today, we are bringing up all new things, some things that are not natural and some things that are. So when we come to the word bully or bullying, technically it means you no. Know, when someone senses that someone is vulnerable and they take advantage of that, keep hurting them. You know, that's the meaning, technical meaning of bullying or bullies. But if we look at it, it's more than that, than someone uh, getting to uh, know the vulnerability of someone else and taking advantage of that. Bullying really spells oppression. Bullying uh, 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 spells like stealing the human right. Okay, so when we go into these two main branches of bullying, then we'll begin to figure out that it's a little more than the technical meaning. Because when we look at oppression, if you've ever been bullied before, it brings the similitude meaning of oppression. Oppression and your rights being stolen away from you. So when we, when we look at these two important factors, then we see that bullying is a terrible thing for students to experience or for anybody as a matter of fact. Could be a woman, could be a man, or could be someone that is vulnerable, like we said. 
So bullying is not what we should be party of, it's not what we should condone, it's not what we should encourage anybody to bully a student or to bully uh, a man or a woman, as the case may be. Yes, over to you, Ms. Raj. Okay, thank you. Uh, the next thing is I have a couple of slides. The first slide which I would like to share is about the location. It, it gives us the location where the children are mainly bullied. So this is a small presentation which is uh, which shows the statistics for the past one year. So in this, if we see uh, 50 to 60 percent of the children from the age of 6 to 19 or older, they are being bullied. Now our main prime uh, topic will be like the place, the location where these children are being bullied. That is it is so surprising that at school, 82% is in the school. And the second one is on the bus. So these two places are the main where the children are being bullied. So now I wanted to know, like, what is your suggestion? What would you like to tell the students that how they can stop this bullying? It's important, it's important for us to realize that, that bullying or those who have been bullied, it starts from self-identity. Many of our victimization starts from our self-identity. If we give the room to the person, individual that we're dealing with, then they can continue to perpetrate such evil actions or such kind of uh, negative effect on us. So again, I would like to say how, <clears throat> how the student was brought up. So now, uh, first thing I would say, if the student is a fresher, so by default, the student will not be experienced. So if the student is inexperienced, by default, the confidence level is low by default. So here is a vulnerability or something that appeals, that, 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 that invites the bullet, the, the one who is bullying these children, something that invites them, that, that they see that they don't have knowledge of the campus if it's a, if it's a college. They see they don't have knowledge of the school, if it's a pupil, or if it's a middle school uh, goer. So they take advantage of that. They, they want to use that. And this affects the children a lot. This affects the children a lot. So uh, first thing I think we should address in the life of our children is to make them know who they are and how important it is for them to hold on on their identity. And spoon feeding is not going to work here. I am a parent and I understand what I mean by spoon feeding. When we always want to do things for our children, we make their self what and their brain to process information not to be as effective as it should be because we're thinking for them. We're always doing things for them. And psychologically, they will not be as mature as they should be. So mentally, they will not be in the place to face a, a bullying situation as a 
in, as compared to if they have been sort of in a way uh, uh, independent and they've developed a sort of personal independence. And so they can handle bullies because they will not always want to think of daddy, mommy, uncle, auntie, or guardian, or someone that is there to watch their back. They will always want to handle it because they will have an independent view of problems that comes into their lives. So we have to, first of all, deal with this personal identity. If at home, all we do is to scold the children, all we do is to... Uh, pick on their wrongs, all we do is to speak about the things they've done wrong and emphasize and magnify on their difficulties and inabilities. So that will reduce our children, the student or that person, their confidence in the outside world. And you need confidence to face life situation. Every one of us need confidence to face life situation, including the student, including the child. So if we build the identity, that's first thing then they will have a strong mind. Psychologically, they'll be able to face it. Bullying is one of the things in society. We cannot eradicate it. This particular episode right now is not, is not geared towards stopping bullying, okay? Because it's going to exist so long as human beings are there. It's like casteism. Caste is going to be there till the end of life because the society is castrated. If the society is castrated or if the society is categorized because we have the upper class, middle class, lower class, and in these classes, they have middle, upper, lower, in between these classes. Who classified it? Economical status classified it. And we have other types of classification. So just like castes, casteism and categories in the society, so are some of these ills this particular bullying, you, you cannot eradicate it. You cannot stop it per se, but we can reduce its influence by giving awareness to people like what we're doing now, discussing this. We bring awareness to people and bring people to the truth that they can override the effect of uh, the people who bully them. They can override that. They can handle those who bully them. And if they come to a point where they see that they are not able to handle, then they have to consult or incorporate higher authority as the case may be. Could be a guardian, could be parent, could be a teacher, could be a neighbor, could be husband, could be wife, you know, someone whom they feel could handle this fellow who is intimidating them and reducing them to some sort of thing that the fellow, that person, has made of them. Great. Thank you, sir. The next thing is uh thank you, sir. The next thing we we saw that bullying happens in these physical locations and how the kids how the students can uh, face this one. The next important thing in today's digital world we see social media. Social media is in is everywhere and it is a like an integral part of our life and children are being bullied over social media which is cyber bullying so again i have a statistics to show you that how many percentage of children are being in, bullied in various uh, 
social media platforms if you see the screen instagram instagram is the main platform where most of the teens are there and we see 42 percentage of the children kids are being bullied in instagram and we see the remaining facebook and snapchat so now my question uh, to you on this is like uh, we cannot keep the children away from social media everything even the education has come online so what as a parent as a teachers as elders how what can be done how can we train these children because they have to use social media but how can they safeguard themselves from such see madam the basic principles remains the same first i told about we have to build the identity of these students children of our younger ones and even mothers and i can tell you something that may shock you a man can be bullied actually by a woman it's very possible for a man to be bullied by a woman but there's something i really want to but there is one aspect i saw in your statistics that i want to return to that is in the bus in the traveling bus students or pupils or people are being bullied now in the traveling bus you cannot avoid body contact with people because it's a public transport system you cannot avoid physical contact with people you cannot avoid certain type of contact with people it might not be physical it might be interactive you have to speak you have to speak excuse me give way uh, you have to speak to people you don't know it might not be physical contact but it could be a, a, a verbal interaction any one of these and any one of this location i i'm i'm really penning penning into bus the bus uh because the bus and also lonely places lonely places like um corridors um lonely drives and um bush parks you can name these places these places where 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 public eye is not there bullies who want to take advantage of it to threaten uh its prey or to threaten those victims of theirs so we need first of all like i said whether it is bus whether it is the lonely drive or in a bush park or in the uh social media like you said beautifully you presented it like you said we need to get the victim or the one whom the one who's bullying is looking at they need to be prepared they need to be independent they need to have a mindset that is strong because how long will your uh parents for example watch your back how long how long how long yes. will your uncle watch your back how long will your friend watch your back how long will your teacher speak up for you stand up for you how long how long how long you know you Thanks. cannot be always be resting on somebody to help you out from a buller or someone who's bullying you you know so correct uh, uh uh the the, the principle remains the same they need to generate they, they need to realize who they are they need to have a strong identity and that strong identity is going to place within them confidence some confidence because the one who bullies them looks out for some vulnerable something vulnerable something some entrance something that is not correct some something that is missing they're looking out for that because once they get that then they can use it to affect this victim of theirs and keep them in the 
cycle of fear and utilize that cycle of fear could be financially, could be physically, could be other type of favors. Use it. So now I, I am going back. The only way we could address the social network, like you rightly said, we cannot pull the student or pull the individual or pull the children out of social network because every one of us needs social network. However, I will tell guardians and parents that there is an app called Family Link in Google. Google gives an app called Family Link and that Family Link you'll be able to know where your child is and what your child is browsing, how much time your child spend in each app. And you can also uh, put a restriction, parental restriction to certain sites and certain content. And this is healthy for a parent who wants to keep their child in a present, in this present technology safe from all type of uh, uh, intruders and thieves and people who want to take advantage of our children. So you watch out for that uh, for that app. It's uh, it's called Family Link. It's a Google app. You can get it in the iOS store or the Google Play store. So you can control what your child or what uh, the one whom you're looking over if you are the guardian to, to know what they're doing online. That will help reduce the chances of getting bullied here and there. Now, finally, in the social network, there are the younger ones are very excited about chatting. They want to chat, they want to speak to somebody. They are excited about it, especially when it goes across different nations. They want to speak to somebody. So now, uh, uh, when you are integrating with people from other lands and other culture, you are sure to experience things that will affect your personality if you don't have a strong personality if you are not confident enough you feel their lifestyle is better than yours you feel their their freedom is better than yours for example in the united states about 17 years of age they have so much liberty compared to india and different parts of the world now if you have a friend from the united states online and telling you that i'm going to drive my car i'm going to my apartment and you are 17 here you're still under your parent and you're still being told what to do, and you're still being watched, you feel like something is wrong, and this thing starts to affect your mentality. And when it starts to affect your mentality, definitely they can tell you to shut up. You do not know what you're saying. They can give you an online bullying straight because you, you don't measure up with their experience. So parents need to incorporate apps and take steps to know where their children are, what their children are doing online, what app they're downloading, what they're doing, what chat is going on, conversation needs to take place between parents and children. And when conversation takes place between parents and children, they'll be able to know what their children are contributing online, what they are saying online, what they are doing online. If that happens, then they can stop and reduce the effect or the act of bullying itself online. The last one I would like to say, this sounds little offensive, but it's a fact. The social network app themselves do not have enough rules and regulation to control posts, content of posts. For example, someone says he's got a black face. Now that's a very serious racial discrimination describing a photograph 
in a network that photos are uploaded. Describing someone's color is describing someone's color in a demeaning manner, in a manner where they feel bad about their, them, their self-esteem and the confidence of themselves. I would say the those who bully people, they are using, listen very carefully, they are using the underdeveloped technologies that these apps are running with that cannot control the user's posts. That, okay. is, that, is, that is inadequate to control the user's post because uh, 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 they, will, they will personally control it, but they do not have a software that is controlling that, that even when you type it, it will say, this is an inappropriate comment. And then, because when a picture is uploaded, you see several comments, you see several comments on that. So this social network has affected, has created a place for bullers, for those who will bully others who seem to appear as victims. It sounds a little, uh, negative but it's it's a fact that we should look at and address wow this is a uh, very amazing information so the having a family link apps in the google wow that's nice probably we can mention it in our description column as well it will yes. help us and uh, my next slide which shows that uh, uh, the reasons for cyber bullying as you already have mentioned these Point, but I just wanted to show the statistics that people, the kids are being bullied for their appearances. 61 yes. percentage of kids, 61. And next is 25 percentage for their academic achievements and everything. So now my question is like we, as far as I know, you have yeah. conducted a sessions on identity crisis. You have sessions on mind control. Yes. How, what happens? So how, how can we get it across to the children and those who are watching this the video with this show how can they contact you and how can you make it available to them very important question and i like that miss rajan thank you for asking such a lucrative question for our listeners and for those our viewers as well whichever platform they are participating from firstly i want to say we have something cooking behind the screen and we really want it to get across to people and that's the stop suicide book but that's not enough because the Stop Suicide book, it's a topic that is secluded. It's a topic that is a little narrow, even though in the book, I touch a lot. I teach a lot. I reveal a lot and I bring real life situation. But it seemed not enough because someone goes to the bookstore and sees Stop Suicide and wants to get a book for himself or herself to learn how to help his or her child to overcome those people bullying them. They will not pick stop suicide from the shelf because the topic does not apply to exactly what they wanted. So there's a limit to which, even though the book is fully loaded, there's a limit to which we can have that. And uh, I wouldn't want to use the word unfortunate. Fortunately, we have registered an ISBN for stop 
suicide. So we cannot change the name now to become something else. However, we have other things that's playing in the background. We are now making an open call to those who can act movies, to those who can mimic shows, to those with talents. If you would, you could call it like auditioning, but we really do not want to audition. But if you know, if you can do something, we want to bring stories across to people, stop suicide stories and stories where people can improve their identity and handle the heels that we have in the society. Now, not only the book, we're looking at movies. We're also setting up uh, public seminars. Actually, it's technically called as webinars because it's virtual participation. Earlier, we used to have a physical seminar. Now we adopted webinar because webinars, you can participate from where you are using the technology, using internet connection and so on and so forth. So these are the things we're trying to put in place. And with your help, you, you, you are part of the team. These are the things we're trying to put in place so we can get it across to people, right information so that they can handle the ease of the society in a very effective manner. And I can tell you this, unfortunately, uh, that is still not enough. Yes, yes. Because it is not coming on daily in the television. If it comes on daily in the television like a serial, then it is becoming enough because the information will be, will be properly mobilized and properly propagated to the right audience. But it's not coming on television. It's not coming on the radio yet, even though we have that span, that vision, but it's not happening. So these... It, it, it's working, but but it is still not enough. But these things are in the pipeline and we, we want to bring it out. Great, great, great. I had this question that how can we handle these webinars or talk to such seminars in a smarter way? And you have already answered it by saying that we will have webinars. So who all can invite you, sir? Because there are large section of people. I wanted to know, are you available for the colleges, for corporate sectors, and what are, where all can people approach you and call you? Yes, we okay. have presented. It's very, uh, sometimes it's awkward to even say it, but, but it's the truth. We have presented our seminars in a funeral where uh, a man lost his life through suicide. And we pointed at the body, the very dead body presenting our seminars and pointed at the family crying and going through pain. And we presented our seminars there. We shared our flyers. We shared our, our yeah, our brochures. So if we could come, if we could conduct a seminar in a funeral, it's much more conducive for us to conduct a seminar or presentation anywhere. In the office, through webinars, in schools, colleges, in universities. We have gone to colleges, we have gone to schools. Uh, we have gone to, yeah, colleges and universities. We've not been to schools yet. So literally anyone who wants to invite us can just log into our website, fill the form, 
And we, now we are trying to append some commitment to the invitation, like, for example, if you can register the invitation with 100 rupees. So we can figure out that the one who's filling the form is serious about it. And it's not some uh, boat, some technical uh, instruction that is just filling the form. Because if you can fill the form and pay 100 rupees, then we know that you're interested in inviting us. The point is not 100 rupees, but the point is the commitment and the value that you place in the invitation that you are giving to us. So we're we're trying to do that as well. So in our website, we'll be having an appointment page where people can make appointment to either speak with us or to invite us for uh, seminar presentations or discussions to help people with suicidal tendency and all these aids in society. Oh, great. So what I could infer from your uh, uh, this the, whatever you said was that any of our audience who are a, who is either a college student or a school student or a corporate employee, if they are watching this show, probably they will they can they can be an intermediator for us. They can definitely go and speak to their relevant authorities about the seminars and then come back and reach you as well. And then this my last uh, slide that shows. Uh, how kids feel from this cyberbullying? This is the consequences when a child is bullied. This is the consequences. Like 41% of the kids, they develop social anxiety. They Then we see they get into depression. They get suicidal thoughts. They have... Uh, they, deleting the social media profiles is at least far better, I feel, because it does, yes. at least they will delete it and they will not harm themselves more. But if you see all the other categories, they get engaged in self-harm. Uh, they start skipping the class. They have this eating or disorders and all these things. These are the consequences which a child undergoes while they they are being bullied. So now my the last question which I would like to put is like, uh, what is next for this Stop Stop Suicide campaign? And what should your audience expect from you? First thing I want to address this, I actually, the question you asked now, I reveal a little during the previous question that you asked me, but I want to address these categories which you just display the statistics on the screen. Okay. Uh, when we fight an enemy, one man is not enough to fight an enemy. So the Stop Suicide campaign is not enough to meet the entire AIDS, but we're trying what we can one week at a time, bringing information to people, reaching out to our friends so they can reach out to others. But here, it's so important for us to involve psychological counseling because when someone gets accident, it's not time for you to correct them how they drove wrongly, how they should drive rightly. They are bleeding right now. They need medical help. For instance, I'm giving an instance. They need medical help. We should not be describing, didn't you see the sign on the road? Were you not aware of the bomb that was there, the speed breaker and stuff like that? We are not to correct how they've driven wrong or how they've driven rashly, but we are to immediately get medical help across to them. We are to 
heal the wound, what to give first aid and take them to the nearest hospital. In the same way, when a child has come into the web, the web of this social ill as a result of social network, that's a terrible thing to say. A social ill as a result of this social network, none of the developers had this in mind of the boomerang negative effect that would be on our children and society when they were writing these programs. None of them had it. They were all excited about what the program could do, the possibilities of our integration, blah, blah, blah. But when we come to the very negative aspect now and how our society and children are getting affected mentally and socially, it is a pandemic. It's a pandemic. Now, you don't respond to a pandemic by teaching people what to do, like a, like a seminar like this, like a webinar. You respond by giving medication. You respond by providing the cure, the solution. So the cure to this, number one, they need, they're already inside that intimidation, identity crisis, like you mentioned. Uh, they're inside, they're, they're victims now of the negative aspect of the social network and every other healing society. So what we need to do now, we need to connect counseling centers, psychological counselors, uh, spiritual attention if need be. And, and, and we need to start to reprogram these victims that we need to start to reprogram them. We need to start to give immediate action, refer them immediately to certified counselors, people who can really give help to these people who have become um, victims of bullying and these heels in society. On this note, I really want to thank you for... And then the, the, last, the last one, what should our viewers expect? our audience expect. Like I said earlier, do you can you act a movie? Can you can you act a story? Can you can you write scripts? Can you put flesh into people's experiences so that those who are living can learn from the experiences that they have? If you can do this, reach out to us. We want to start serials. We want to start short movies. We want to get this information across to people, not only through webinars, but through movies, through videos, through short clips. People should know that mm -mm, there's no place for bullying here. There's no place for molestation here. There's no place for suicide here and the like. So these are the things that are in the pipeline. The book is coming out. And if you could help us in the way that we could bring this information to the radio. We can bring this information to local television. We can bring this information to, to, the, to the public so that they can grasp and understand how to deal with this. Then you reach out to us and offer the help. This is what our audience should expect next. Thank you very much, Priscilla Raj, for your immense support to stop suicide campaign, stop molestation, and 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 it's been so helpful. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Just one last question, sir. I have we have accounts uh, where you 
uh, have the programs on Spotify, we have in Facebook and YouTube and all. Could you please brief that and what is the schedule? When do you upload the, the podcast? Okay, we do have a podcast. Thank you, uh, Priscilla Raj. We do have a podcast, Stop Suicide Podcast, and we upload a new episode every week. Actually, two episodes every week. We do it during the weekend. So you can search for Stop Suicide in Spotify. You can download the Spotify search for Stop Suicide Podcast. You can do that as well in your Apple podcast. Wherever you listen to your podcast, you can search for it and you'll be able to get Stop Suicide Podcast. And you subscribe to it and you will get this information and help others as well. Uh, pass it out to others who would be helpful to them. And we also have, like you know already, our Facebook page, our YouTube page, and uh, our Twitter account. And all the social, we are social, put it that way. Search for us there and you'll be able to get us. You'll get us in Stop Suicide or Antisuicide.org. You'll be able to get it using those. But right now we have a very um, wonderful podcast, Stop Suicide podcast. It's going on through Spotify and wherever you listen to your podcast, you'll be able to get that. Great, great. Thank you, sir. It was an amazing time to have the discussion over this. Being here, and it's always an honor to have you in the house and contributing and helping this cause. We are so immensely grateful to you and the information you bring to us to help these people, to help one another. Thank you. I'm looking forward to our next program together, next show. God bless.